0: and welcome to The Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast, for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan and with weaning sales taking place across the country, I'm joined by Aidan Murray, Chagas Beef Specialist, to discuss a number of the finishing budgets. Aidan, no two farms are the same. What should farmers consider when completing their own farm beef finishing budget? Well,
1: that's very true Catherine, um, in terms of how farms are set up and the scales that they operate. Uh, look, if they are going into a winter finishing, uh, I suppose look, you have to look at what your costs are going to be uh, in terms of, you know, look, talking to farmers that are finishing on a larger scale. They're probably thirty or forty euros a ton more competitive with their meal costs. Uh, you know, is if if you're operating maybe with on the basis of using good quality silage or if your silage is poor quality, you know, get it tested because it could mean the difference of a maybe a lower cost silage plus meal system versus an ad-lib meal system, particularly when meal has got so expensive this year. And then look at the type of stock, I suppose, that you're buying and what is the market outlook? Uh, you know, uh, it's okay paying a, a a big price for a store or a weanling in this stage, but if it's going to be 18 months before that animal is ready, well then, you know, what's the indications going to be like with regard to where the market's going to be? You know, the short-term view with regard to market is that, you know, we're going to be back on our overall uh, slaughtering figures this year to about 1.67 points. Um, Six eight million, which is back from the one point eight million that we that we slaughtered in, in twenty twenty, and again that's there's no huge increase in cattle numbers predicted to come on stream in twenty twenty two, but then you know there's people out there buying Weanlands at this stage that will not be ready to twenty twenty three, and you know um, the the market could be you know the price could be uh, considerably back on on where it is today uh, for those type of animals certainly. You know, is it long-keep, short-keep, uh, and, and keep an eye on what the market is saying.
0: Aidan, every year Chagas produced a set of beef budgets that deal with a number of finishing scenarios. The prices for Wienlands are good this autumn. How are store and Wienlands prices compared to previous years?
1: Well, I would have been doing the budget since 2013, and the, the highlight year uh, for all store and weanling prices was 2015, up until this year. Uh, and what we actually see across the board is that, you know, compared to last year, first of all, if I look across all the categories, and we would be going from, you know, five or five to six hundred kilo steers right down to two eighty kilo windland heifers, and and there's there's probably uh, about fifteen different animal categories across what we look at year on year, and compared to twenty twenty, the overall across all those categories is up about seven percent now. Know if you take the top end of five to six hundred kilo bullocks, they're probably up 10 percent overall. um, The four to five uh, hundred kilo bull weenlands, they're up about 12 percent. And that so, uh, you know, we're seeing an increase across the board. And then if we look at uh, where the price is in 2021 relative to the store prices of the high in 2015. We're up just about 0.2% on that, and that's the first year that we've actually exceeded the 2016 or 2015 figure, uh, like last year, uh, for example, the, the store and weenland prices were on average about 6% behind uh, what it was in 2015 and 2019, which was a turbulent enough year. They were 16% behind, so we've seen a very real increase. Uh, and a very welcome increase in store and wingland and, and prices for, for for the people that are producing them.
0: Most definitely a welcome increase. But for the purposes of the budgets that you're analysing, what are the assumed costs?
1: Well, the, the, the few assumed things is, uh, I suppose, look, we put in silage at, uh, cost costed, a good quality silage costed at €30 Euros a tonne. Um, our meal cost uh, has taken a significant jump this year on foot of, what people are actually paying. We're seeing uh, some operators uh, that are buying large scale, possibly being able to feed at 270, 280 a ton, and smaller operators then could be paying up to 320. So we have pitched the milk price this year for the various systems at 300 euros a ton, and that's up from 240 last year. So it's about 60 euro a ton up on, on what we had in the budgets last year. We also factor in the purchase price of the animal and interest. Half, uh, half the value and uh, of the animal and an interest at and the interest rate there is about seven percent, and then we've got fixed costs which will vary very much from farm to farm depending on what stage the farm is at in terms of development and that, but uh, equally you know how long the animal is going to stay on the farm uh, and and what the stocking rate uh, that that farm might carry for those categories of animals. So you know uh, the 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 um, the fixed costs could range, you know, on uh, some of the, the bowl systems for a short keep from maybe €115 euro up to €160, euro depending on, on, on where um, the length of time that the animal's on the farm. And equally then, if you look at the sort of Wienland to beef systems, you know, the Wienland the steer uh, over for the 18-odd months that he's on the farm would be about €238, euro, whereas the weanland heifer that would be gone next November, December, um, about €168. Euro. So it varies according to the system um, and obviously sort of stocking rate and, and the time on the farm.
0: And you highlighted there that there are a number of systems, Aidan, from the shorter keep systems and the bull beef systems and probably the longer autumn to autumn or weanland-to-beef systems for the winter finishing budget, can you talk me through it what are the outlooks looking like
1: yeah well we we, we do a three way uh, winter finishing steer budget uh, as such uh, and what we look at is we look at sort of a Frisian animal coming in at five hundred kilos a Hereford cross at five hundred kilos or a continental cross at five thirty kilos and it's all based these diets are all based on a on a very good quality silage plus four to four and a half, five kilos of concentrate uh, uh, going in on the system. And so you're getting a gain from about 0.9 to about a kilo a day. Other lads might prefer to have an ad-lib system where they'll take those steers and ad-lib them for maybe 80 days, which is a different scenario and, and obviously will vary from farm to farm. But that animal... We would be looking to to uh, to keep the animal, uh, the Frisian, until he's about 6, uh, 26, 30 kilos live weight. Similarly for the Hereford cross, and about six, seventy kilo live weight for the Continental, and that gives us then a range from a three twenty-six kilo carcass in the Frisian, up to a three seventy-five kilo carcass in the Continental cross, and uh, and based on the the figures this year, uh, that five hundred kilo Frisian steer which would be seen to be, you know, all these animals would be sort of short keep uh, as such. Uh, They're coming in this year at about 197 a kilo. The Hereford's at 226 and the Continental Cross at about 255. So you have a purchase price there ranging from about 985 uh, for the Friesian right up to 1352 uh, for the Continental Cross. When you factor in the costs, and the costs are typically sort of four seventy-five to four eighty-five, depending on the system, um, you're talking about needing a selling price to break even of fourteen fifty-nine for the Frisian, sixteen oh six uh, for the uh, Hereford cross, and about eighteen thirty-seven for the Continental. So that basically means, and it's a bit frightening in a way, that the break-even selling price is four forty-eight for your Frisian. 484 for your uh, Hereford and 490 for your Continental Cross next spring. And if you can buy them 10 cents a kilo cheaper uh, than that, it'll take about 10 cents off the break-even price when it comes to sale time. So if I could buy my Friesian at 187 as opposed to 197, I, I, I would uh, my break-even price would move from 448 uh back to sorry about uh 430, uh 432, 433. So there's about uh, 16 cent uh, of a difference there uh, in terms of, of uh, the, the 10 cent that you save at purchase time.
0: And that's only a break even price. There's no margin included in that.
1: They're just a break even. And if you wanted to put a 50 euro margin and, you know, that's a very small margin, given the amount of money that's invested in the risk. But you're probably talking somewhere in the region of 12 to 14 cent on top of that break even price uh, in order to to, to, to to give yourself that small margin. Now, obviously, if you can get improve your efficiencies in terms of average daily gain, or you can buy your meal a bit cheaper, that's obviously going to help. Uh, and that, but I mean, on this budget, uh, fifty euro margin on top of that continental cross, you're talking uh, essentially five euros a kilo, uh, or slightly, slightly, a bit, uh, slightly worth it in order to get that fifty euros. So it's it's, it's a huge it's a huge gamble in terms of um, hoping that in the springtime of the year. That that uh, that you're able to uh, command that type of price for those animals and you know it's very hard to, to get anybody to put their neck on the line and say yes that's what we'll be given for beef next spring.
0: The Weenland finishing budget takes a 280 kilo heifer and a 300 kilo Weenland steer to finish at 20 or 24 months. What do the budgets show?
1: Well those budgets basically these are a long keep animal uh, so essentially you know you're taking the Weenland that's coming in today at seven months or whatever to it's 24 months on the steer side and 20 months a heifer that's coming in and we're buying the he- the bullock or the steer at 300 kilos and the heifer at 280 worth of you to try and to get them to 685 for the steer live weight and 550 uh, live weight for the heifer which would give us a carcass weight on the steer of 377 kilos and 296 kilos on the heifer uh, and that so the big thing here is the jump in purchase price, like that three hundred kilo uh, from from other years. That three hundred kilo uh, Wienland, uh coming in uh, uh, at the moment is two ninety four a kilo, and the heifers three oh seven. And that, those prices have actually probably strengthened as we looked over the summer uh, in terms of uh, what 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 those animals were costing. So your your uh, bullock coming in is costing about eight eighty two. And the heifer 860. And when you factor in costs and that, now, the heifer system is a typical grange, and the steer is a typical grain type system. But the heifer would, would essentially be overwintered um, uh, on about a kilo of meal on good quality silage over the winter time, uh, put out to grass, grazed right the way through, uh, and then fed at grass uh, about uh, three kilos for about 60 days before they go to slaughter the would the idea would be to try and get them away essentially off grass some people may have to house but they're around about that october november time of, of 2022 uh, and that and that would be, that animal would incur co- total cost between variable and fixed of about almost 500 euro 495 uh your steer price uh, the cost there because you actually have to carry that animal through a second winter And, you know, it's carried very similarly uh, to to the heifer through the first wonder with about a kilo of concentrate on good quality silage. And then the second wonder, it goes in on good silage and it's getting sort of four and a half to five kilos over the entire finishing period. That bumps the cost of that system up to about total costs up to about 869. So your break even price for that Steer that'll be coming out in the spring of 2023 is 1751, and your heifer of 1355, meaning that next November December we need a break-even price on the heifer of 457, and at the spring of 23 464 uh, for the uh, steer. Now, that to me that's probably a much bigger gamble, uh, in that you're trying to predict 18 months out as to what beef price and, and you're predicting a strong beef price to break even on those animals.
0: Last year Aidan, we've seen that the autumn to autumn system appear to be the most attainable in terms of a margin. What does it indicate this year?
1: Yeah, this, this system is, is probably the most extensive system that we look at uh, year on year because it's, it's, it's basically uh, good quality silage and, and grass and killing off grass in the autumn. So essentially what we look at is buying a 350-kilo Frisian, a 350-kilo Hereford cross, and a four, or a 430-kilo Continental cross uh, coming in. And we look to bring the Frisian to 309 kilos carcass, 315 for the Hereford cross, and 375 for the Continental uh, cross. Um, again, the... The looking at the purchase prices, the purchase prices range there from about at the based on the Martwatch figures, of about 170 a kilo for that 350 kilo Frisian steer right up to 261 for the Continental Cross. Uh, and um, that leaves you a, a purchase price of 595 for the Frisian, $7.49 for the Hereford, and eleven twenty two for the Continental. Um, when you factor in the cost, and, and this system is not affected by meal price because essentially, other than you, you decide to put meal in the system at the very end, which is probably only for 40 or 50 days, uh, and that'll be an additional cost, your, your total costs in this system you know, are from about 460 to about 480 uh, euros. So your break-even price is much lower uh, in that you'd need about 1,053 for your freezing 12.12 for your Hereford and 15.95 for your Continental. So your break-even price, that means then that for your Frisian animal, next autumn, you'd be looking for 3, 3.40, 3.84 uh, for your Hereford cross and 4.26 uh, for your Continental. So it's lower risk and that because you're, you're able to have a much cheaper grass-based system, uh, that you're not exposing yourself to the to, to the fluctuations in meal price and there's no heavy meal there's no meal feeding in the system as such so you're giving yourself possibly uh, the best opportunity to attain a break even price um, uh, and you know when you look at 340, 384 for the the uh, Friesian and the Hereford you would have to think that next autumn that that will be very attainable and hopefully we would get to maybe uh, the four twenty-six for the continental, but obviously it's a it's a sort of a bigger gamble there again. But year on year, because of the low inputs and because it's uh, basically a grass-based forage-based system, that always delivers the lowest break-even price, and and it's it's a nice enough system um, uh, for for certain individuals if if they're able to buy correctly.
0: And finally, Aidan, there are pros and cons to the bull beef system. What are the bull beef budgets highlighting this year?
1: Uh, well, basically, on, on the bull beef, the, the 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 big one probably with the bulls is that those heavier animals, accordingly per kilo, are are, are dearer to buy. And we look at uh, three different systems. We look at a, a three twenty kilo silage and meal, which again is a grange type system. Uh, three twenty kilo uh, animal coming in, uh, and it's a, a con- it's a concentrate and good quality silage. Uh, then we look at a, a six-month um, uh, finishing period of a heavier four twenty kilo bull coming in uh, to give us as a, would would give us about a three eighty five kilo carcass. Or then we look at a heavier bull that's uh, fed on on ad uh, um, lib concentrate again, but fed for a longer period to give us up to a seven twenty five kilo live weight or a four twenty kilo carcass. Um, and look, the big one with the 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 bulls is. We know they're hugely efficient. They can put on, you know, uh, the ad-lib systems, anything from a kilo and a half to maybe for periods during the ad-lib, over two kilos a day. Uh, their kill out is better. They'll go up in terms of um, their carcass confirmation grade by maybe a half a score to a score over and above your steer, and they tend to be leaner. The problem with it is they will consume, you know, you know, uh, 10, 11, 12 kilos of concentrate per day on an ad lib system. It means it's a much more um, disciplined way of feeding uh, and you can get more stomach upsets on on that high concentrate feeding of of those type of animals. And the other issue is you need to make, you've got two issues with the bulls. You've got the age issue. Can you bring them in under 16 months? And if they are, uh, that's great. Um, They're attractive to a lot of plants. But if you're not going to take them in uh, under 16 months and they go over 16 months, um, you've got the issue of they'll be less attractive to some plants. Uh, and, and the other point is you possibly have a weight issue in terms of going up way above 420 kilos in terms of carcass weight, which again, I suppose, look, the talk at the moment or the, uh, up to this point has been that weight hasn't been too much of an issue with regards to any types of carcasses, uh, particularly on the heavy side, uh, because of the demand that's out there and the fact that supply is is is, uh, is is below probably what's required, so that's not as big an issue. But it's something you need to be very very careful with on on, on, uh, on the ball system. The other point is, look, those that three twenty kilo animal coming in is two ninety four a kilo. The heavier four twenty kilo about two eighty one. Uh, a kilo coming in, and the break-even prices for those animals then ranges from sixteen sixteen for the the lighter animal coming in, meaning that you need a break-even price uh, next spring of four sixty seven, right up to those heavier animals that are on the ad lib meals, uh, and and the budgets will show that you need anything from five ten to five thirty a kilo for some of those systems. Uh, again, that's. Um, that that's a that's a huge break even price. Uh, I don't think, and on all the budgets that I've done that I've ever had to, ever had a break even price that high.
0: Yeah, very high break even price, Aidan. Finally, what are the key considerations for farmers that are selling weanlands in the coming weeks?
1: Well, I suppose uh, the big issues is that you know across all the categories of Weanlands, uh, and certainly lots of Weanlands sellers that I've been speaking to in the last few weeks are very pleased with what they're, what they're actually getting. You know, people that would normally keep Wienlands, they would ask themselves the question, uh, should I keep them this winter, given the fact that meal price is up or would I be better off to sell them? So there's maybe tax considerations to take into consideration there if you offload more stock this year and, and, have, uh, and, and don't sell in the springtime. Um, You know, the other thing about it is, you know, one of the worrying things that I have seen uh, is that there's lots of calves. weenland has been just taken in, taken straight off the cow and arrived at the mark. And that might be fine for the person selling, but it's not good business for the person buying. Because the weaning, the stress of weaning, the change of environment, now the fact that the weather has actually got quite wet. Uh, and ground conditions certainly in, in the northwest here have got sticky. A lot of those windlands will leave the market and go straight into a shade as opposed to maybe being put back outside again. And that increases the pressure of, of the sort of uh, the, the the breakdown. And, you know, there's a responsibility there for windland sellers to make sure that their calves are in, in good, fat condition, that they've been well-wormed, well-dosed, and don't be selling on a pr- potential problem to to a buyer uh, you know they're getting premium price for the product this year, and uh, you know they just need to keep an eye need to keep an eye on that that they're doing the job as best they can and and giving them and as good a condition and um, and as healthy as they can to the person that's going to buy them. I suppose the other consideration this year is that there's lots of people trying to get under the five percent or get the five percent reduction under beam, so you know it might be worthwhile taking a look at. Uh, whether Weanland should be sold uh, uh, on or, or stores that maybe some people would normally keep. Uh, and you would sort of qualify for the beam uh, and and cash in on, 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 on the sort of the, the good prices that's there at the moment. So it, it's certainly worthwhile trying to do a budget to, and, and factor in where you're at if you've claimed beam because that's causing a lot of problems for people out there at the moment.
0: That's great, Aidan. Thanks very much for such an insight into the beef budgets. <laughs> Thanks, Catherine. That's all for this week's episode. And my thanks to Aidan for joining me on the show. You can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie. Or you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts, as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss a show. For all other updates from our Beef program, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan, and thanks for listening.